Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who told y'all that too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Happy Too Loud Tuesday, friends. Grab your headphones. Grab your drink of choice. (laughs) Welcome to season four of your Too Loud, episode two, baby. Sheikha, (laughs) I would ask how you are, but I'd prefer to not know. Okay, great. I won't tell you. (laughs) Not because I don't care, but I have a feeling I know the answer, but I'll do it just for for Maldi's sake. How are you? It's been a great week, right? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, definitely didn't get any rights taken away. <laughs> definitely uh, paid zero dollars and zero cents for gas. Um, <laughs> didn't deal with inflation, none of that. It was a wonderful week in a beautiful country. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yes. I, I love, love to lie, though. So um, <laughs> I feel like we're feeling the same way. Uh, how mm. was your week? Terrible mm-hmm. It was definitely the same. Um, it was kind of giving like unicorns, unicorns and rainbows. Oh, of um, definitely didn't lose my rights. Um, and definitely did not watch guns gain more rights than me. Yeah. I heard you even got more rights this week. I heard I got more rights too. <laughs> That's right, y'all. I was given rights. Given my God, great rest. No, this week has been very interesting. Um, but I will say one thing about when the, I would say the world, but this is truly America. When mm-hmm. the U.S. gets insane news, mm-hmm. I can always count on the internet to be ignorant. And I have laughed and cried harder than I have in a while. <laughs> like very opposite of the spectrum <laughs> due to the events of this week. Literally, one thing about the internet, it is quick for better or worse. Like, I literally, within probably two hours of the decisions coming out, I'd seen TikToks with hangers. I'd seen, TikToks oh my gosh, with- bro, wow, are <laughs> like, so we joking about this already? No, can we breathe? People don't know how to react. It's me, I am people, but what I will say is. What I will say is, you know, we're doing a bi-weekly schedule now, or bi-monthly, I guess. So mm-hmm. All right, yeah. one thing that has not been talked about okay. is Break My Soul. Ooh. That's right. Beyonce dropped a new song. And I feel like, I feel like, I feel like this is the turn of a new century. Yeah, actually, you're so right, because we definitely shouldn't be like starting centuries at round numbers. It's just whenever Beyonce posts. Yeah, you never know when it's going to start. Yeah, exactly. I love it. We needed some house music to really bring us up. And it did. Like You didn't like Honestly, never mind. Here's the thing. I loved it. And someone said this on Twitter and I'll say it again homophobia is stopping y'all from really loving this album because <laughs> I'm living like it's not now I'm gonna say it's the best thing ever but there's definitely some bops like you can't tell me that sticky doesn't go kind of crazy like you sticky. can't you can't sticky is good I won't say that I love it like you do love it and I will give that to you because you already like house but I really like, so basically we're talking about Drake's album, y'all. But mm-hmm. I also really love Massive. I feel like it's such a hit. Yeah. So shout out to House Music Everywhere. Pink Panther's her impact. Azalea Banks' mm-hmm. impact. 
<laughs> people were saying that they Drake and Beyonce were like recording in the same like studio but <laughs> Drake didn't know how to take notes yeah it was it was time that Beyonce kind of told the girls and the guys how to do it um, yes we're thankful for her but we're so a lot of stuff to get into so let me give yes. you my take because it's honestly unrelated to what's going on um, okay <laughs> So a trend right now on the internet is basically like he's a 10, but, or like he's a nine, but, and you give them like a reason that they're either higher or lower or like she, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this tweet really spoke to me because I was, I was looking at this on some of them weren't making sense. This tweet says he's a 10, but no, no man is a 10. This is propaganda. Please educate yourself because there is never a time, especially in these times that we're living right in right now, that you should confidently with your test say that a man is a 10. A 10? A hundred percent? Hmm? Make it make sense. It's actually not. And even the people like, for example, Jordan, you were talking about like who our 10s would be like celebrities the other day. And I had said um, like Kofi... Sorry. Yeah, that man. I recently watched a movie that he was in. Bro, the ick. I've got it. <laughs> so, so even these beautiful men, I guess, are human and have faults. So let's let's cut that right there. Now if you say he's a 10, 100 percent You can stop the sentence there, but make that clear for you. Please. Thank you for calling out that propaganda. You're welcome. No, honestly, I was just talking to my mom about this, how like God gave everyone, and I said everyone, but I truly do mean men, a fatal character flaw. Like you will never meet a man that's a 10 on all fronts. Like if he has the best personality you've ever, ever met and like maybe has the best facial features, he's three foot six. Or like if he is like, seven foot two and is so kind he mansplains like stuff like that you know so I agree with you I do have a tweet that relates to everyone or should relate Mm -hmm. to everyone yeah um it says how has it come to this ask country founded on genocide and slavery and I really think it's so interesting when I hear people say, I can't believe we're here. It's 2022. It's, oh my gosh. Because typically I hear one very specific demographic say it, wealthy white women. But um, yeah, I think we have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> obviously, 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 unless you've been living under a rock, you see that there's been some major historical setbacks um, regarding Roe v. Wade. Um this weekend and yeah I mean even before that like stuff with Miranda Mm -hmm. rights and gun laws so she got I guess just a general question like how are you feeling I know we kind of just talked about it as an overview but like when you first heard the news like what hit you oh I think like as a lot of us saw kind of the um leaked opinion from a couple of weeks ago, we kind of knew this was happening, but I think it's so different to know in your mind that something's coming than to like actually get the news. So I was literally in shock. I was on Twitter laughing, kicking about something. I forget, probably like Santana or something. I, and I literally was like, 
in shock, but um, just so sad, so sad for just the state of our country, the state of not even like what this means right now, what this means in the future, what this means for people in states like mine, like Florida, that like are black, are brown, are poor, are even yeah. just like anyone who wants to um, do what they choose to do with their own body. And yeah, I was super sad. Yeah, I totally agree. I definitely agree. I know we reposted some stuff about it, but it is just, we live in the wackiest place. And I think that's all I really have to say about how I felt. Mm -hmm. I was like, this place is so wacky. And it's interesting. I had some of my friends from, um, who lived, friends I like met while I was abroad and like a couple in Italy, one in London, and then like some in Spain, they had like, we'd been texting back and forth and they were like, what is going on over there? They're like, I know, you know, like we see things differently with our news channels here, but it seems really scary. I was like, no, that's probably, you probably see more of the truth than what we're even seeing right now. Right. Um, but yeah, it is truly wild. And I guess, you know, at You're Too Loud, we definitely stand with the right of choice um, for anyone that can get pregnant. And it's just so interesting to me hearing the like pro-life argument and you literally look at the world around us right now. So let's break mm -hmm. this down a little bit. Shika, feel free to add on to anything because I mean you can literally could go on for 30 minutes. So Braden says, go. <laughs> you forced me to have a child, but there's a literal shortage of baby formula. Right. I have right. no universal health care. Right. I pay for my health care. It's tied to my employment in most cases. Right. And the the um wages for employment right now are insanely low. The conditions for employment are insanely poor. Mm -hmm. And you expect me to sit and take that for some insurance? Okay, next. Um, we have nothing close to universal childcare or paid family and medical leave. We didn't even really get a stimulus check and we're still pretending like we are not still living through a pandemic that we <laughs> did not live through one before. Right. I mean, they literally argued for how long to give people $600, okay? Right. We have insanely high mortality rates when it comes to um, the birthing process, mm -hmm. which is also disproportionately impacting us as black women brown women basically not white women mm -hmm. and we're in a country that shames parents that can't have access to resources especially women so then the child sent to foster care where the system is extremely extremely messed up and under resourced mm -hmm. and then when i do bring a child to this earth i send them to school where they're at a constant constant risk of being shot and killed Right. I'm just confused as to where where the logic is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a hundred percent. And we can keep going. I mean, it's not like Please. these children that are going to be born are going to have a safe earth that they can breathe clean air. They don't have clean mm. water. And what about just like if you don't want to have a baby, you don't have to have a baby. I think we should like the craziest part about this conversation and like I don't know the commentary is like. Let's just start there. Bodily autonomy yeah. is important. If you yeah. don't, you can't force someone to have a, a, a baby because clearly as you're saying, like if you want to be pro-life, you have to care about the life from conception. Yes. Or, I guess in their case, from conception to death, right? And they don't care about anything but that fetus. So let's see. Like, yeah. I was looking at the study and it was talking about how people who are denied abortions, like are have a higher chance of being poor um, in six months and that like mm. chance like stays for four years so if you're talking about like these 
these situations that we're in right now where the economy is bad, like no one can get jobs, inflation's high, rent is high, people are about to be more um, likely to be poor in six months and stay that poor. And we're gonna have to be in a recession. Y'all not, what's not clicking? Mm. Everything, everything should be telling y'all that people should be able to do what is best for them um, based on their values, based on their economic situation, whatever. And how about we just leave it to the people? Yeah. Because no one's telling you that you have to get an abortion. We're just saying that people should have the choice not to. Or yes. to if they want to. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I definitely agree. And I think people with common sense would agree. But what we've learned is common sense is not that common. Mm. But like also something that I fully had to really educate myself on is like what Roe v. Wade entails because, you know, agendas have made us believe it's only about abortion and it's absolutely not. It's mm-hmm. about autonomy. It's about choice. It's about the right to receive or deny healthcare without the government getting involved. It's just, it is so, so, so wild to me that you can just really criminalize someone for wanting to have a choice. Like this mm-hmm. is literally just about choice and privacy. And, um, you know, and we that- talk about- Oh, oh that part, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say like, that sounds exactly what, like y'all love to talk about these founding fathers, these like people mm-hmm. who love to have their wooden teeth. But anyway- oh! but um they right their whole thing was freedom to choose what country they wanted to be so why when it's women when it's black women when it's brown women when it's poor women yep or just people rather sorry yes not just women everybody yeah everyone who wants to have um or is in a situation where they can get pregnant like why does that freedom stop there yes exactly and i'm not understanding how Last year, you were protesting my body, my choice with the vaccine. Mm. And yet, oh, wait, should I not go there? Let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not. We got places to be. We got places to be. We got places to be. But like, also, she got my thing is like, okay, government surveillance. Like, how are you knowing who's, like, it just becomes a whole thing with like tracking and like, you know what I'm saying? You have to really know every step from the pregnancy to when they visit a clinic to like every step in between. And that gets tricky, I think, with privacy. But mm-hmm. something I um, have been very enthralled with over the past 24 hours is Birth Dearth. Have you heard of this book? I have, I have, but tell, tell the people, cause it's- Okay, it's yeah, crazy. I was very, I was ignorant to this until literally yesterday and I saw a TikTok about it. Shout out to that black woman that really put me on. <laughs> but it is by, and please fill in Chica, but it is by this man named Ben Wattenberg. And basically the TLDR is like, he was an advisor to past presidents, um, a white man. And he wrote this book called Birth Dearth where he believes strongly that the biggest threat to present day America is that there aren't enough white babies in this country. Am I lying, Chica? Is this not exactly what this man said? Yeah, because if you guys didn't know, like um, based on like birth trends, immigration, like America is not supposed to be white by like 2050. Keep going. Ooh. which oh 2050 party uh, uh. <laughs> but um yeah so he said Thank that you. if we basically this was in his words if we don't change it white people will lose the numerical majority right so of course god forbid anyone feel like a minority in this country heavy <laughs> irony there so he believes that the key to solve it is government intervention um with right to denying abortions and just a major, major criminalization of women's bodies or people's bodies that can get pregnant. So it is truly 
insane to me that I had no idea this was out there. And I never thought about abortion being a way to, because of course everything's racist. Like, I don't know why I didn't think this, Mm -hmm. but abortion being a way to um, control the number of non-white people in America. Right, right. No, I mean, they said by any means necessary, we got to get the the number up. I think it's like a third of the abortions are like by white women. And then 38 is like black. 20 somethings like Hispanic. So like it's a good deal of these white baby or white fetuses that are um yeah. aborted. But like at the same time, let's just take a step back. Y'all are doing the most because you hate black people that much. Like yeah. the gag is like there's still if the population goes the way it is going and the trends go the way it's going, y'all will still be in power. Like that what part. are you talking about? That part talking about and should you know but still and I think like um what sent me about that is like a lot of the commentary was like okay now white women like now you know that this is your role in this like that's what they wanted you to do they wanted you to have more babies like what are you going to do about it and a lot of the I guess activists that I was looking at were saying like okay, now center like the black and brown people who have been in the space, who've been telling you about like all these things um, and really make sure that you're listening to their voices because hopefully they can teach you how to organize and like make sure that you're not um, kind of promoting these like harmful narratives. And then I don't know if you've seen this on social media, but bro, one thing about white liberal women is sometimes I miss the point and I love my women, but here's the thing. Why are we being racist? Why are we being all of that when we don't have to be? Like, I've seen so many people like call out Clarence Thomas, which yes, we should. Oh yeah. But does he have I to be called the N-word? You know what I mean? So like- Oh my gosh. Gonna, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so crazy. So what? like literally there's, this girl called him like the hard R and she didn't even like apologize. And there were so many people like defending her and it's just like, okay, hold on. No. So we know that this is a problem. We know that people, that white babies might be like some people's goal, right? But you don't have, to, if you know that's the goal and you know that's racist, don't also be racist to- Yeah, hmm? exactly. Wow, that is interesting. <laughs> it's like, I, only we could say that. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is too much, but you're definitely right. I mean, like, yes this is bad for people everywhere like whether you can't have a baby whether you can't it is truly we're going to see very detrimental impacts um but they are very disproportionate so Brittany cooper one of our faves here um she tweeted a quote from pramila j paul who says that we will see a 33 percent increase a 33 percent increase in deaths of black women just because of this decision that's very terrifying that's very terrifying because 33% is a third. So I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that, um, this conversation is becoming so politicized when this really is like a choice that comes back to like autonomy and choice, a choice that comes, it is about choice, but then Mm -hmm. also like just knowing that people have taken to the streets so fast and I love to see it. I love to see it. I mean, where were you when other things were happening? But that's okay. But people have taken to the streets so fast to protest 
And even now, even now, I find it very interesting that we're seeing protests being injured, shot at, um, driven over, all because of hatred and bigotry and feelings of entitlement by other people. And Mm -hmm. I think that something we need to call out is, here's the thing. This is not a left or right issue because both sides, and I use that in quotes, failed us majorly, like in major, major ways. Mm -hmm. And do we want to talk about that for a second, Sheikha? Because I've been seeing some funky stuff on the right. (laughs) Um, But I've I've also been seeing some left figures being called out in major ways because mm-hmm. they just sat on their butts and did not do anything about this. Right. I mean, like how many times did Obama say that he was going to put something in law that would say that Roe v. Law, Roe v. Wade is like codified, right? He said that in like yeah. 2008. He said that in 2013. Oh, and suddenly it's like not quote unquote a priority. You see like right. Biden, you see the craziest part about all these politicians is like, okay, maybe now it's going to be harder to, like, actually get something federally, like, passed, because it's probably going to be struck down, but that wasn't the case two months ago, right, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) attempts in the past, and it's just crazy to see people say, like, oh, we need to do something, but it's, like, no, like, you, you, (laughs) beloved, you are in the position (laughs) to do something, please do something, and we can organize, we can protest, and that's, fine and great and everyone should um and a couple of y'all are too silent if that's you know that's just my opinion but yikes at the same time these politicians need to know that like we are listening and we we want to hold them accountable I was um actually like looking at like the case because I was just like what does this even mean um because it, it wasn't making exact sense to me like how like what protections were like taken away so like I was looking at um the case that was like kind of overturned in the in the middle. So it was Roe v. Wade, and then in nineteen like ninety two or something, there was like Planned Parenthood versus Casey, and that just basically said like even though Roe v. Wade is passed, like states were still like still doing too much to restrict um, women's rights to abortion. Like um, it was like basically the end of the case was said that um, a woman has a right to abortion up to like fetal viability, which is subjective. Um, and according to the Supreme Court, I guess you could still do that in the first trimester, which is kind of so messed up. But um, states, based on that case, couldn't do anything to have to impose like an undue burden on these women, right? Mm. And so now they kind of took off that test, which was still kind of loose. Like it was the test is like, oh, you can't have like one abortion clinic in Texas, like for all the people in Texas which is bad. Right. Now it's like the rational bias test, which means that the court will like uphold up, up a law basically if it um, upholds like the state's interest. So if the state wants abortion, yes. If the state doesn't mm-hmm. want abortion, no. So that's why it's so important that like in your state and local elections that you make sure that you're putting these candidates in that will actually listen to you and like yeah. do the things that you want because at the end of the day like if we're saying that it's on the states then we need to be even more passionate about like locally mobilizing yes a word I'm glad you said that because like it is very easy to look at these past tweets from like Joe Biden where he said he's going to codify it and clearly we're here and be like you know what like this is it like I'm not voting like I'm done and I think you know 
I think that's it's valid to feel that way right now. And, you know, because we've been living through a historical event every day, I, I can understand that um, the mentality and reasoning behind that. However, for me, that is never going to be an excuse to not vote. Because if you think about our ancestors, specifically, you know, I'm Black, so I'm going to talk about my Black ancestors and all they did to get the right to vote, Black women specifically, um, and just how many times they probably felt the way that we're feeling right now. Politicians mm-hmm. will not save us, y'all, but I don't think it's mutually exclusive. I think you can still vote in your local elections. You can still vote federally for things that, you know, we hope to see change and you can hold them accountable. But also, mm-hmm. like you've been saying, like, go to the streets, like, go protest, go join these community groups, go donate to these grassroots funds. You know, right. things don't have to be either or. It's not all black and white. This is just how I feel. It's not all black and white. Like, we can do and we should do both. Um but yeah, it, it truly is, it truly is really necessary to get involved locally and know what's going on locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Planned Parenthood, obviously a great organization to donate to, but they also have like massive, massive budgets, which is why it's important to know what's happening around you. So you can see the local, maybe under-resourced groups that are doing great on the groundwork as well. How can we help them or volunteer our time or do whatever? Yeah, no, I'm so glad you said that. Because especially on like the last point, like Planned Parenthood, love them. They have enough money right now. Like donate yeah. to the people who are on the ground, like locally. Um, because those abortion funds can be so instrumental in getting resources to people in your communities, or even sending resources to people in communities who don't have access right now or might not have access in the next couple of months. So yes. Um, I guess with that. Do you want to go through a couple of the things that people should do just to, because you already said, like, let's protest, don't forget to vote, um, don't forget to, like, donate to these abortion funds directly, um, and, like, the record is there. One thing I love about a C-SPAN, one thing I love about a <laughs> congressional record is you can go back and check what your politicians are about um, reproductive rights and all of that, so go ahead and check. Um, and then um, just looking at things that people have put out there, like if you can, like buy that plan B early, buy, buy that plan C um, early, because you don't know if it's gonna, you know, if that's something that you wanna do, if, if it's something that might be taken away in your state um, and mm-hmm. you have access, prepare. Um, there's also like telehealth, like medical providers, like you could go to aidaccess.org and that could um, like send you plan C pills, which are like the pills to end a pregnancy. Um, plan B like prevents pregnancy just for people like me who might have not had the robust sex ed um, that we should have. <laughs> yeah. um, so you can definitely find you know help online. There are people like there are people who've been planning for this for years. There are people who are ready yeah. to help um, and people who've been anticipating where we wait getting overturned. So there's resources out there. Like there's employers that are now offering assistance to help people travel um, to places with access. If you feel comfortable as your employer, if that's something that you can get reimbursed for, um, like make your voice mm-hmm. heard, see if there's abortion doulas or reproductive orgs and stuff that you can get um, involved with. But yeah, it's a hard world out here, but at the same time, there are people who are, are for you, we're for you. There's so many women or just people who um, are going through the same thing as well. And I think it's so important that we're all on the same page and not divisive or being bigot 
bigot like to each other um, because yeah. there's so many things that we could do to support our own community and mobilize to make sure that this stuff gets either is just a better situation for us um, in the future. I totally agree. And I love that list. I love that list from the vote down to the doula. But yeah, I also have a couple of things that I was thinking about too. Like one is something I'm going to be very like adamant about, especially with local elections coming up is like figuring out who's running um, on my local school board. Because mm. like you mentioned, like sex ed, like that has always mattered and it has always filled us but like it matters even more now. Like, right. you know, um, I don't see men being required to get a vasectomy, every man in the world right now. So I want, I want what's taught in school to really reflect what's happening in the world. Like I'm gonna need y'all to really hit consent hard. I'm gonna need y'all to really hit um, mm-hmm. what happens when someone says no very hard. Right. And then as well with that, like, I really want, um, what's being taught in schools to reflect the world when it comes to more than just Roe v. Wade, because we see senators like John Cornyn, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. talking about doing Plessy versus Ferguson, Brown v. Board of Education. So mm-hmm. I want to know that's what being, that what is being taught in my schools is truth, which we know we've also had a problem with. Um, so I feel like that for me, like it's going to be really important to know like, okay, who is running for my school board? Who is going to advocate for truth and honesty instead of power and money all the time, which feels like it's hard to find right now, but we know that there's good people out there. And um, yeah, there's just one quote I love um, from someone, Mohammed Safa, who tweeted, when the penalty for aborting after rape is more severe than the penalty for rape, that's when you know it's a war on women and we'll send it to a war on anyone who can get pregnant. So um, just really be safe out there, y'all. And, you know, grieve how you want to grieve because it really is a a loss of your autonomy um, depending on where you are. But this is when we band together and we rise above, rise up in the words of my good sis, Andrew Day. I love that song. I've been playing that song a lot. That and Break My Soul. (laughs) Let's turn it up. (laughs) I love that. Not the tweet because that was that hill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even though that was beautifully written um yeah yeah that is that's one another thing that really bothered me about a lot of the pro-life like oh my gosh celebration about all of this because never in a single one of those like responses did I see anything about consent did I see mm-hmm. anything about all of the things that you listed at the beginning of this episode yeah the education the economics like none of that and um as we know, it's just, it's getting so much harder out here for people who can get pregnant, especially like black trans women. Like, let's talk about the people who are most hit at this um, because of this decision. Like, I don't know, it's so sad. And um, we're praying, last thing on this or last thing for now, I guess, is these churches. Here's, Here's my last thing, okay. Go. Y'all need to just be love like Jesus is love. Mm. And if Jesus is love, then he wouldn't be out here calling people who can get pregnant names, calling them Mm. murderers, calling them this and that and that, because that's not love, period. So you can be, if you really want to be wrong, you can be happy about this decision because it's wrong. But at the same time, you should have some compassion and really 
think and reflect about why you're so happy that these institutions are like promoting the patriarchy and 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 taking away women's rights. Mm. Like, think about that. Think about it. Because it's not adding up. But I'm praise stepping. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. And we might have to get into oh oh uh oh uh oh the role of the church, the modern day church, in demonizing and demonizing women and demonizing people that can get pregnant. Um, and really giving Christians a really bad rep for good reason, because when someone's only exposed to hatred, of course they're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for Jesus because my Jesus loves. And yeah, we'll have to get into that. I'm glad you brought that up, Chica. But actually, I'm gonna put y'all on to something that is very adjacent to that. Mm. So um oh, she gets almost like you read my mind, sis. Ooh. Maverick City Music is a group um that puts out they're a Christian music group. But if y'all aren't familiar with just the history of non-denominational churches, mm-hmm. contemporary music has historically been like for white people and gospel has been a very black thing. Um, but Maverick City Music was created with the goal in mind of diversifying the contemporary music space. So it looks like the world, the group looks like the world and they are literally so insanely amazing. They have great songs. And even if you're not um, a believer or a Christian or religious or spiritual, like if you want to listen, I would say do it because it's just very encouraging. Like I've seen atheists and like agnostic people on TikTok saying like, I don't believe in God, but something about gospel music just like lifts me up. Just like, I don't know. I like the beat, but um, I saw them live Wednesday um and they were just like insane like my mom and I were like crying like it was so good and they're just really changing the landscape for um Christian music I think because they're like they just performed the BT awards last night like Mm -hmm. and they just did a tiny desk they did a tiny desk so go watch but it's just amazing and Kirk Franklin has teamed up with them if you're black you definitely know who Kirk Franklin is Mm -hmm. but yeah just expressions of faith and spirituality through music I think are so beautiful and their songwriting is next level so 10 out of 10 would recommend amazing I will definitely check them out especially the time desk you know I love yes tiny desk yes it's Um, so good it's so good good for them did you watch the BT awards by the way girl I saw some clips I saw (laughs) it just sent me because I was like it just seemed so like it wasn't all rap. It wasn't all R and B. Like they had everything there. Right. Everything. Too much. Some would say. Too much. <laughs> I would say as well. I would say as well. Um, but yeah, we yeah, the BET Awards are always interesting, especially because it is no longer black owned. But yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think we have enough time to get into what it was yesterday. Like it was a mess it was a fun mess and a mess that I will be laughing at later (laughs) in fact where's our ticket where's our invite next year maybe hello because I I too would like to be off the dress code like everyone was (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay but (laughs) but I'm gonna push out bro because Kim okay for one second, why can some people wear a graphic tee? Why can some people be Kirk Franklin included in a robe? And some people like Chloe Bailey in a bodysuit and tights. And some people are in gowns. Like, what is the theme? Like, I just don't understand. What's the theme? <laughs> what is the theme? The theme is rich. 
please tell me you saw the clip of Kanye like giving Diddy's like intro speech. Bro, he was He said, What's a teleprompter? <laughs> he said, What's a teleprompter? And he literally was breathing like he ran like up 10,000 stairs, just finished a triathlon. Like, bro, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh, please, please, please. Okay, wait, okay. Um, real quick, I'll push on to just <laughs> something that I think everyone needs to do once in a while. Um, just logging off the internet. Like, this isn't like a I feel like everyone wants to say something and it's the internet is great for getting information out there, but it's not great for having productive conversations as we can see like this weekend and also like every day of the year. Um, (laughs) So like go outside, like watch a movie, like do whatever you got to do because I just don't even know um, like what the best path forward is if we keep on having like these like arguments in Twitter comments that go nowhere and suddenly like you're mad your friend's mad like Martin from I don't know Kansas is mad like (laughs) everyone's mad and it's not good for anyone's mental health or or even like getting bored so like take a breath um we can do one right now deep breath in deep breath out uh yeah so go ahead and log off um reminder as audra lord said like self-care is like a radical act so i know for myself sometimes logging off is like my self-care so yes a um, word because martin from kansas is gonna stay mad and you cannot (laughs) change his mind he loves to be mad bro i knew it was great i had the urge to go off on this person because they were like um no like I, i think i sent you the tweet it was like oh, well, people have taken, you know, gone back on rights before, like, remember slavery. I was like, huh? And I literally had something typed out and I was like, Sheikah, like, what are you arguing with this person for? Right. Like, literally, like, what are you doing? I know. It's hard, though, which is why you get a burner. Um, So (laughs) I want to get loud. Hmm, I actually don't know. I was going to try to decide in the moment. but I am going to go with the more ignorant one. So the NBA draft recently happened and someone described it as a Jalen convention. (laughs) Wow. That was the hardest I laughed all day. Basically um, it was for Jalen's for E-N-I-N-O-N. No, all jokes aside, I'm happy for all those men that got signed. It just was really, it's worth noting when every, um, person that goes up brings their black dad with a bald head and their white blonde mom and it just (laughs) think about the dynamics of Mm. sports and interracial dating and why i can't see no sisters up there but whatever the jalen's were out the jalen's were out and the light-skinned summer has been activated thank (laughs) you steph curry and clay because they really brought it back um but yeah and i just thought it was interesting and the Jalen tweets sent me. They sent me. Because did you notice, like, all of them have the printed suit. Yeah. The black dad is a little bigger with that shiny head. I just want to... And then <laughs> the mom, the mom looks beautiful, but it's always, like, a blonde woman, and it just mm-hmm. makes you... Makes you ponder. Makes you ponder. But, yeah. It was literally giving the same person, like... It was, like, what? Like, four or five of those same, like, same-looking people in a row. I didn't even watch it. I just watched the clip and I said, oh, I'm telling you, it was the Jalen convention. Like, and they all took the pick with like, 
the biting the lip and the squinting of the eyes. <laughs> like they really trying to get that angle, huh? Gotta, gotta get them angles. No, I just thought I just honestly thought it was funny. This is all in good jest. Mm, yeah, we do have to clarify everyone. In the, everyone <laughs> we gotta clarify that. before some of y'all get mad. If your name is Jalen, I'm sorry, baby. It's just funny. Oof, yeah, our bad. Just kidding. Um, well, <laughs> my bad. Um, get loud about. Did you see the Lizzo stuff? I did. Yeah. I did. So, um, this is an interesting story because, um, basically, Lizzo said a word in her in a song that um, in the UK or in Europe is like considered to be ableist, and um, in America. I, I didn't think it was offensive, but um, just for, I guess, uh, being sensitive sake, I like won't say that word, but like, um, she said it in a song or she sang it, people called her out. Um, She was like, I'm so sorry. She took it out of the song, apologized, had honestly like her, the kind of apology (laughs) that we would want to see, a really good apology. Yeah. Um, And it was very swift. Like she responded pretty immediately. Um, and people were still coming at her and still Still? like like after the song right like um like oh like I can't believe you even did in the first place like still kind of had that reaction of course like like we said like the internet is not a very positive place sometimes especially for black women and literally Mm. my question is like what else could she have done right like right I don't know if we're ever gonna have that episode on like cancel culture but at the same time, we need to sometimes be like, okay, this person recognized that other people might see it differently as her, and mm. she acted. Mm-hmm. So what else do we want for these people? And the part that really sent me is like, y'all don't even hold your white male faves to this standard Ooh. at all. At all. Ooh. Like, Ooh. they could, Chris Evans could slap slap someone in the face y'all would be like oh my god he probably Jack just Carlo. but Lizzo like Jack changes Carlo something said. right now and y'all are so mad like mm. and I'm not even trying to make excuses for her I'm just saying the after no no didn't need to yeah. happen yeah wait that's interesting because I did not know about all the backlash after um I actually follow oh I'm blanking on her name right now but I follow a black disabled woman um on TikTok and she's just with it and she was like this is exactly the apology I would want as part of the community Mm. so to see and obviously obviously she doesn't speak for everyone but to see a certain demographic continuing to go after a fat black dark skin or brown skin not light-skinned woman yeah y'all be talking without even saying any words to be honest (laughs) to be honest like that's the gag that's gag so I hope everyone apologizes like Lizzo we just have to take it a little bit better for okay. sure for sure <laughs> yeah we will have to get to that episode but wow okay well we covered a lot this is very chaotic but that's who we are and it's been a chaotic week so we're not apologizing um no episode next week obviously because of the new schedule but there will be an episode in two weeks next week is the fourth of july i don't want to see nobody celebrating nothing y'all better stay inside and stop giving um and think people and ptsd triggering our ptsd <laughs> with these fireworks stay inside Ooh. um because what are you proud of oh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> with that chaotic ending we will see you in two weeks be safe 
go touch some grass in the words of Sheikah, mm-hmm. and stay very, very loud. Goodbye. Bye.